Listener Production. Hi and welcome back to Broadsheet Sydney Around Town. I'm Emma Joyce, Broadsheet's Features Editor and I host this short guide to Sydney. As we wrap up for 2023, we've been busy thinking about the best venues to open this year and we've pulled together a list of the best new cafes and casual eateries, plus the best new bars to open in 2023. It's been a big year and so we have Broadsheet's Grace McKenzie, Lucy Bellbird and Dan Cunningham in the studio to talk through the ones we've been most impressed by and why. Okay team, we're going to start with daytime venues, the ones that have just been simply outstanding and they can be outstanding for various different reasons. Maybe they're in a beautiful location. Maybe there was that one dish that you had that you thought, I'm going to go back for that one. Grace, can we start with you? What first comes to mind as being on the list of the best new cafes and casual eateries this year? Top of mind is probably Sammy's at Kareel Bay. It's just so beautiful. It's a little super pared back cafe. They do a few jaffles and coffee and like pre-bottled juices, but they're like on the marina in Creole Bay, which is like within Avalon. I remember talking about this because it's opened by this guy called Sammy and he's kind of running it with his family. And it's all about the location, really. He's keeping the food as simple as possible. But you just, it makes you want to kind of pack up and get there for as soon as they open. Totally. It's all about sitting there on that deck and like his wife makes bolognese and they make these bolognese jaffles and it's just like regulars, like fishermen coming in and people who like work on the water, like coming in for like a morning coffee. It's just beautiful. Lucy, do you have any venues that sit within the cafes and casual eateries list that you just think that's where I'm heading? That's where I'm going for lunch or that's where I'm going for a snack? Um, I have two Emma and they're both on the same street so I can get them all in one little loop, which is very exciting for me. Um, The first one is Shadow Baking, which is the new um, bakery spot by Messina. No surprise, everything that Messina touches seems to turn to gold. They're amazing. They need like no introduction in the Sydney realm and their baked goods are just as good as all of their beautiful gelati. And so Shadow Baking was one that they ran kind of as a stand in the cannery for a while. And then they've now brought it to a permanent venue. Yeah. So it's um, it's next to their Darlinghurst shop on Victoria Street, which is the original Messina shop. It's where they used to have their creative department, if that rings a bell to anyone. Um, so yeah, it's just there's two seats if you want to eat in. Otherwise, it's all takeaway. And it's just like a gorgeous cabinet of like beautiful croissants and tarts and cakes and cookies and like big like hunking like loaves of focaccia which are like so delicious and so oily like they'll disintegrate your bag by the time you're home but like so so very moorish very close to me in a very dangerous way for both my waistline and my bank account. Well it sounds like once you've picked up your focaccia where are you going to immediately afterwards? Um, Me and my focaccia are going to go to Takam which is a lovely Filipino place, like a little shoot through shop. It is so gorgeous. My favorite dish there is the beef tapsalong, which um, for lack of a better word, is sort of like a gorgeous, like meaty Filipino fish bowl, (laughs) if you had to look at it in a certain way. So it's got like lovely rice. It's got like a 63 degree egg. It's got 
like gorgeous like garlicky beef, um, tobacco, like adding all like lots of little colors and pickles. Um, and you can mix it all up and just every bite is so, so good. I've picked it up before and thought like, oh, I'll eat some of this now and then the rest of it at dinner. And that's never been true. I've finished it every single time. (laughs) Dan, are there any on the cafes and casual eateries list that for you are the ones that you're like gunning to or telling a friend about? Yeah, we definitely got to give a shout out to Self-Raised Bread Shop in Carlton, um, which is in Sydney, not in Melbourne. I didn't realize we had a Carlton in Sydney until until this crew opened their really, really cool uh, bakery slash sandwich shop um, down there. And this is, again, sort of, you know, one that I can't, you know, be more excited about. I definitely tell... Everybody who asks me, you know, where where you can probably find one of the best sandwiches in Sydney, I say make a beeline for Carlton because this crew is just really doing something special down there. These sandwiches are so um, cartoon perfect. That's the only way I can describe them. They they just it's 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 the equivalent of going to you know a fast food restaurant and seeing this really I don't know manicured sort of picture perfect um, you know version of the menu item on the on the on the board and instead of getting this you know absolute mess it it looks exactly like what you expect and it's just um yeah really really special we're sort of talking about like deli sandwiches like schnitzel sandwiches stuff that we know and love but i mean they're just taking it to the next level it feels like there have been lots of places that have focused on the sandwich in 2023 like it feels like that's something that we seem to be seeing a lot more of so it kind of you know for them to be doing it so well. And I think you've said that it has some cross-section charisma going on at this particular venue. And I love that. I love that idea that it's like they are making the perfect cartoon sandwich. Yeah. And obviously, you know, flavor is a huge part of the equation as well. But the the whole idea behind this bakery cafe was to essentially put South Sydney on the map in terms of hospitality. They're were, they were very much about, you know, like we could open something in the in the inner city um, where, you know, most people would choose to open something of this, of this caliber. And they're like, no, we're going to do it in our own backyard and we're going to, we're going to bring the people to us and yeah, I can't wait to go back. So we've pulled together this list of Sydney's best cafe and fast casual openings of 2023. The cafes we've sort of mentioned, there's a full list of them. If you want to check it out, you can find them at broadsheet.com.au. We also talk about these venues that sit within this. They open at nighttime. They are more casual. You don't really need to book in advance, but they're just excellent and they deserve to be on a list. So Dan, for you, where is that venue? I recently uh, very gladly discovered at the Marrickville Golf Club that one of my sort of favorite cafes in the inner west, um, the crew behind it have moved in there and they're really taking like a swing at the pub food like really honest but um very considered pub food you said it has one of the finest burgers in marrickville yeah absolutely it's just um i mean so josh and dave who are the two owners and chefs that are kind of kind of doing this there they come from like a fine dining background and for the last quite a few years they've been just doing the cafe thing you know and doing it really well and they sort of dabbled in pop-up dinners at the cafe they were always really great and this is them it feels like really like 
flexing their yeah their skills a little bit and doing they're doing things like steak frites they're doing burgers um and it's just all really really good stuff the marrickville golf club is a really kind of charming you know a little bit sort of shabby sort of neighborhood club all the charm is in how just like low-key it is it's very unassuming there's this there's this kind of yeah this this building that you know unless you're a local you wouldn't really know where it was and then you go inside and there's just this really killer pub food going on inside and it's like if you're if you're not a local you just would have no idea grace do you have any favorites within this kind of casual eatery category yeah, I have a few. I'm like, this is my favorite way to dine, I think. Just like places that are really quick and fun. Um, I was stoked with the Rico's reopen in the Norfolk. That's like Toby Wilson's great at what he does. And that's so nice to have like a late night, bigger venue um, for that. And then Taste of Canton. It's this little noodle bar that is open from 11-ish until midnight every single day. Yeah, they do these steamed rice noodles called Chong Fun and a few other like steamed buns, but that's like the main event and you just pick whether you want like prawn or egg or beef and then they steam them to order in this cabinet steamer and then you just top with the sauce that you like and it's like literally nestled into the same kind of car lot as a car wash um, in Zetland. It's great. I, I remember think- us talking about this and This one is one of those where I'm like, yeah, you're right. Thank you for reminding me. Thank you for putting together this list because it reminds me there are places I've wanted to go to all year that for some reason I haven't found a way to get to them yet. That is one of those for me. I imagine whittling down this list to the 16 that are on there was really, really tough. So I personally thank you because it's so helpful to be able to find all of these things in one place and just figure out where I'm going to tomorrow based on all of your hard work. We've also been putting together the best bars of 2023. So let's talk about the nighttime. Where have been the most fun bars to open this year? Lucy, I'm looking at you because I think you've been revisiting a certain place again and again because you love it there so much. Yes, Emma, it's our biannual El Primo Sanchez Um chat. It is the Mexican venue from the Maybe Group. It is in a lovely like corner spot in on Oxford Street in Paddington and it really revitalized like the kind of dead stretch of Paddington. Like previously there was nothing really between the unicorn and all the way stretching up to Taylor Square and it's brought so much life back to the area along with Oxford House which is um attached to the venue. It is gorgeous. The cocktails are admittedly kind of expensive, but so beautifully considered. Um, it's so clear that these these guys are some of the best bartenders in Australia. Like They're always winning big international awards. And with every single sip, you're like, ah, I feel a bit upset that I paid $27, but if I was going to pay $27 for any cocktail, it would be this one. Um, the glassware is gorgeous. The tacos are great. It's actually like such a great party vibe as well. They'll dance on the tables. They'll like change all the lights up for you. There's always good music playing. And if you don't like the music out there, you can go sing in the two-person karaoke room. Um, has a little button in there that you can press to get beer and tequila brought in. If you want a bar to have it, they've got it there. And they even have a secret bar now at the very back of it. 
you sneak through to the back, um, you could find La Prima, which is a teeny, teeny, tiny little room, which would fit no more than like 10 or 15 people. Um, and it's one of those sort of, if you know, you know, places. It's got a slightly different cocktail menu um, and it's a really cool place. If I had friends visiting from out of town, that's where I'd take them to let them know that I knew all the cool spots. And they, they'll, you got really attentive service in there. Um, they'll play games with you and yeah, it's great. If you've got friends from out of town visiting Sydney, Dan, where are you taking them that are on this best bar openings of 2023 list? I feel like there's only one answer to that question and it's certainly Barker Pains uh, or Barker Pont in Surrey Hills. It's definitely that place that you want to take an out-of-towner, really. Um, it's It feels like uh, a very quintessential Sydney venue and it feels like it's going to be around for like a long time. It's right. the quintessential part because you don't know if it's a bar or a restaurant or, or what it is really because the drinks are as good as the food and vice versa. That's definitely a part of it. But I, I do feel like it's it's that thing that you can't really put your finger on. It just feels very Sydney to me. It feels like... This could be nowhere else but in Surrey Hills. Um, and it's just the how intimate it is is also another big part of the allure for me. It's very it's very date night. It's very it's like a bit of a show it's a, you know, show off. You take someone there, whether it's, you know, yeah, date or someone for, a friend from, you know, from interstate, you know, if you just want to show off Sydney and I guess even like what you know about Sydney, this feels like a place that you would take them. And it's versatile as well. You know, it's 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 great for just a drink for sure. Um, we've definitely been there just for like a glass of wine and that's that's totally fine. But if you want to stay and you want to do like the the full experience, dinner there is is gonna be pretty special. You know, sit out the front, sit inside, it's just you sit at the bar. I said the first time I went there, I sat at the bar and it was r- like I was just like, Oh, I kinda of want to sit outside and then it's just no, the bar was an incredible experience as well. So I sat on like outside. It was like a really nice sunny afternoon and there were like people walking home from work or like to the train station. I felt so smug sitting there. I was like, look at me enjoying our city. Like this is what it's about. So Grace, you have worked the hardest in putting together the Sydney's best bar openings of 2023 list. It's probably been really challenging to like bring that down to 10 bars And so without putting you on the spot too much, do you have a personal favourite? Yeah, I think speaking to like the last few months, I definitely have a favourite. Esther Spirits in Marrickville. It's just so great. So much attention has been given to the actual space and it's also a working distillery. Really short, concise menu. Like it's just a really fun space to be in. We had the owners in on the podcast recently and they were just delightful running through everything that they're working on, which... I think we've mentioned ambition this year as being a big theme and they are super ambitious about what they're what they're bringing and what they're working on in terms of their spirits. All of the drinks are bang on as well like they're just so great. They make this um seltzer like a mandarin seltzer like in-house and it's on tap and it's just so good. I sat there really recently and just looking up at the space, the mezzanine level that will become an extension of the bar. I just feel like the the atmosphere in there is going to be amazing. 
I always get heaps of FOMO reading some of these lists. I haven't been to as many bars as I would like to have gone to this year, but definitely on my hit list is Familia. I'd love to know from all of you where you would like to head to this year that you haven't yet visited. Dan? Definitely as to spirits, mainly because Grace has raved about it so much. Lucy? Mine would have to be uh, Barco Pain, just for a similar reason, in that every time Grace and Dan have been... The next time I see them in the office, they are raving about it. And I feel like such a chump that I'm missing out on the best place in all of Sydney. Um, It's a real failing of mine. And I'm looking forward to rectifying that in the new year. And Grace? I too would love to go to Familia. It's been on my list since it opened. But also Vermuteria, the King's Cross bar from the Piccolo bar team. It just is so cute and like glows red and... Is probably it's got like a similar vibe to Piccolo in that like you just drop in and have something that's really simple but really great. Thanks so much for the three of you for coming in and chatting through just the real highlights of basically two big features that have taken a lot of thought and a lot of testing, a lot of cocktail drinking to get this far. 